0: behind ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing. There is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everybody, welcome to this second episode of Meet Me in the Field, a podcast about spiritual journeys. Today I am talking to my friend Hansi, I've known Hansi for about 3 years now and am amazed by how he has changed in this time. He has done and is doing a lot of work on developing himself personally and spiritually. My feeling is that whatever he is doing, it is really working. I have an immense respect for how far he has come and for the commitment that he is showing on his journey. I have asked Hansi to come and tell us a bit more about the road that he has and is travelling. Hi Ansi, how are you doing?
1: I'm good, thank you Freddie, thanks for having me.
0: I'm very, very happy to have you here. Ansi. thank you for coming through. I want you to please share with us your journey in spirituality. As you know, this podcast is about our spiritual journeys, how we got to where we are today, what happened, but mostly about our spiritual journeys. So you said you are well today.
1: I'm very good, thanks Freddie. That, That would have been a very loaded question for me around about four years ago I do have a different take on it I do live a spiritual life in that I try to live according to principles I would say it's just it's just a good energy it's an energy that's caring it could be the collective love you know sometimes I've, I've seen it as kind of a if you have a lot of birds it's a flock but you have a flock of birds and you see them and they've kind of form a shape like there's many many birds and I sort of see it like that this changing shape thing that kind of every now and then it dips into my life and I dip into like a spiritual realm and the spiritual realm is no judgment there's just a kind of there's just acceptance acceptance of the moment acceptance of where I'm at acceptance of other people tolerance and a just basic direction in my life so when I didn't have that I was directionless I was um, very much living in uh, in battle with the world around me and I was fighting myself. Um, I was in a very negative space. You know, I had a friend the other night say, tell me, he's known me for 20 years. And he told me that, like, I have changed so much like from day to night. He said that his, his wife remarked to him that he's so positive. <laughs> he's so positive always. <laughs> of late and i found that um spirituality gave that to me because i tried to wake up and meditate every morning this morning i woke up and i had a bad dream a very disturbing dream and i as i make my coffee normally it's it's in a in a state of confusion but i know that if i just quiet myself and connect what i like to call just a higher power then you know my thinking would go, would go to a higher level and I would be able to kind of cull all the negative thoughts that really just come from inside of me and from my insecurities and as soon as I'm able to just become quiet then I hear the birds I hear the ocean and I realize that I'm just sitting in a moment you know there is no threat to my immediate place where I'm mm-hmm. at Everything that is negative in my mind is, is, comes, comes from me. And I, I find that to be spirituality, where I just find safety within the moment where I'm at, uh, which I never had. I was always very fearful and anxious, which I still am. So right here, everything's okay? Five minutes ago it wasn't, because I don't normally speak <laughs> on podcasts. <laughs> So, you know, I'm, I'm human, I'm, I, live a human I, live a, I live a human life, but I've heard it said that we live a spiritual life with a human body, something along those lines, okay. and, um, and I like that, you know, I've heard it said that um, our bodies are just spacesuits for us to experience life, okay. and, and I, you know, that's a leap for, for most people and certainly for me as well to think about that. I like that idea and more of of, I've tried the spiritual thing. I I kind of think that everyone's born with the spirit and we just live here temporarily and and hopefully we move on. I couldn't know that for sure. That's why I I try to just contain my thoughts into one day or if I can into one moment.
0: So you don't anticipate or contemplate things like afterlife and things like that or do you? Or does it not fit into this this now moment type of thinking? I'm terrified
1: <laughs> of, of what's going to happen when I die. <laughs> when you lay down your head. Yeah when I, um, much less now, a, a while ago I can remember thinking about it and just having this pang of fear go through me you know what will happen but that has subsided that's become much less. Okay. Um, it's, uh, I don't, it's just one of those questions that it doesn't, doesn't um, really help me to think about, it. I don't have the answers. The more I know that I don't have the answers, the more I realize, well, you know, I make it hard for myself if I want to figure everything out. I'm trying to do the easy, easy thing here. Spirituali- spirituality is easy living. That's what wow. I think. It's just, it's just taking the easy route. But it's also the road less traveled, it's also the hard route, and there are so many um, contradictions uh, um, in in this new life that I'm trying. Just so many, you know. Um, I can't think of more now, but like one of those are. I had a hard life, and once I realized that, my life became easier. It's still hard, but it's also very easy now. It's like quantum physics almost. (laughs) not for me to figure out. How old are you now? 38.
0: You mentioned four years ago things changed for you. So did you grow up with the concept of spirituality?
1: I grew up with the concept uh, of religion. Organized religion. Yes, dogma. Course. Everything connected. Religion, school, parents, government, broadcast, propaganda, all of that. Basically, it's just one, one entity.
0: And did you feel connected with that? Did it resonate with you or... Did it change at any state to move away from that to where you are now? Tell me a little bit about the your connection with that dogma at that stage and your journey from there.
1: I associated religion with getting into clothes I never get into on a Sunday. <laughs> 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 going to a place very stuffily and... Um, not realizing why really we're doing all this but knowing that this is the way it's been done you have to do this is not negotiable this has to be done this has to be done for because everyone is watching everyone knows how many times we go to church and did the whole family go to church together it was like an an event it was one of the only events we
0: did did together (laughs) Um, did you manage to listen in church to concentrate to get the message
1: No, I mean, the Doumanis, I was so afraid of them.
0: (laughs) I could never, I could never tell you a word that they said. I disappeared into my own world. Yeah. And I don't know where I went, but I I wasn't there.
1: No, me neither.
0: It just doesn't resonate with me at all.
1: No, I was, I I do think maybe that's where where my social anxiety started as well. I was very much aware of what I look like, of what the other people think of our family there, of maybe how I'm singing, and it, it, it wasn't, and it was a regular every Sunday thing. We missed a Sunday, and then no oh, guilt. Hmm. The whole the whole congregation saw that. Oh, the they weren't there. And my mum is like, she's angry. She's like, oh, we're sliding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the family's losing the spiritual losing, connection there. Yes, it was.
1: But no, spirituality, I didn't see it. As, as being a spiritual experience at, at all. It was very much uh, just an authoritative. And
0: did you ever feel that your family, in your family life, the, that your family kind of lived that, what they called spirituality, that their family lived that dogma, or was it purely a Sunday thing? Sundays we go and sit in church and we pretend to be religious, or we we live that type of life on a Sunday, and for the rest of the week it was just kind of chaotic and out of control. And
1: It was a Sunday thing. Okay. The formal the formal thing was a Sunday thing, and then during the week it's more of the school thing of don't swear, don't do this. I mean, in school there was also you know don't like Jesus is looking. Jesus is looking at you every day, and you better behave. He sees everything. He sees everything. Just to illustrate the the, the how what was different, the discrepancy is my dad would go to church with us. But I remember vividly this one incident. I was very young. Where, where he had a blowout with the domini. The domini was doing a house visit. My dad had a blowout with him about this ten percent. You you must must give ten percent of your earnings. My dad wasn't into that, and the, the domini left kind of an half <laughs> from the house. It was a big thing. So you can see the difference there between uh, what happens in the week and and, and what happens on um on Sundays yeah but it, it was really enmeshed in my whole life it was there was kind on Fridays there was um there was it was very much in the school as well um there were other, other groups I can go to I mean it's it was just a massive part of of my life growing
0: was there any stage in your life where you either connected with the, the with religion intensely or
1: were you completely moved away from it there was a time when I when I changed, you could almost call it changed changed codes. Like I went to a different sport within the same religion. I went to the the more charismatic. One of my friends took me to the charismatic church. That would have been breaking with with the more conservative church that I was from. But there I felt even more alienated. You know, the people were clapping. There was a band. Um, there was more like more of a jovial thing. But it was you must understand i was very much an an alone child as well and none of these things broke through to me and the charismatic church they would like single you out and like i feel there's someone here it was oh man i I just hoped i wasn't that one someone who would have been chosen (laughs) at any point like Um, a comedy
0: show where somebody picks on you in the front row you have to go
1: forward and and it's no, no, no. That's scary. It's scary. No, it, it just scared me off. And I, I parted with religion when I left my hometown and I went to university. Um, and I just, I was had had all this freedom all of a sudden. I didn't have to go to church. Uh, I discovered socializing and discovered alcohol and 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 I just changed quite a bit. So at that time, you know, there was there was never a connection to anything that wasn't me I, I i thought the church wasn't um there was too many like uh things that were not like consistent like the thing within the week and in the sunday it's it it it, it didn't add up you know they 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 appeared pious but they they rode they drove uh, mercedes benzes with with the, the psalm scripture on the side of the mercedes benz and then they tell you don't do not flaunt your material wealth just didn't
0: and don't want to give that ten percent to the church. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I would call a spiritual principle of giving or sharing was definitely not present in <laughs> in, no, in not, that not, context. <laughs> I didn't perceive
1: it to be to be a genuine, uh, authentic, okay thing from the from the people. Or what took it to a new path? About twelve years of just trying to make it on my own. Um, spiritually, socially, professionally, just going like, you know, I will do this on my own and just failing all the way, but failing in a big way. Failing at, you know, life has certain measure, like measure sticks of, oh, is this guy making it? First, yeah. I failed university. Then I failed holding on to a job. I've never had a romantic relationship. These are telltale signs that you're not making it in life. Yeah, and the more I failed, the more I just failed more. I, I just made wrong decision upon wrong decision, and then within the, just intense unhappiness creeped in, and then also with society, then you start getting a diagnosis or, or more than one diagnosis. Then you're you're in a box. You know, yeah. I was fully a category of on the periphery. This guy has got so much potential, but he's just not making it, and. Um, that, I mean, that was, it was just a dark place and when I realized it was very, very dark, I had to reach out to something, man. Mm. I, you know, I didn't have my parents, um, I barely had my sister and beyond them there was no one. And I was sitting in a caravan um, in my sister's backyard, having realized all these things that I've completely failed at everything that I've tried and that in my physical surroundings there was no one really I had a connection with. So I had to reach out to something else. And I, I did it one evening, and that, that was four, four years ago.
0: So it wasn't that you couldn't live up to, to society's high standards. It was just that you couldn't live up to any form of, of kind of societal standards. No. And at some stage, you just realized that if I do have any set of value, then I am failing however low those values are. Mm-hmm. I'm still failing at that. Mm. And if I want to have any chance in this game called life, then I need to start kind of towing a line or find a direction or something like that
1: there was, there was ultimatums put to me specifically from my sister. After this, if the, this caravan in our backyard doesn't work out, we can do nothing for you and that was quite a big blow
0: and that came from a place of love
1: not that came not from a place it. of love, the enabling stop there okay. And then, you know, then it was, I've I've got to, I've got to decide, here now, do I carry on with this? And, you know, the interesting thing was I had those base values. They were deep inside of me. Mm. I realized, I mean, I was about to do horrible stuff. You know, I was about to become a smuggler. I hung around in places where I wouldn't hang around in. Yeah. And that, well, my your mother will
0: not be happy to see you. My mom will not be happy,
1: <laughs> but I'm doing it specifically so that she can't see me. You know, I'm putting my life at risk to, to show them. Ah, yes. And, but my base values were there, and that that, that little thing was there. That I think you're going off the rails, yeah. So um, the
0: spirit inside was alive. The spirit. The, there, was a the, the, the spirit was, there was a little flicker. The spirit inside. There was a little flicker. that it. You kind of, see you know.
1: You know, if I think back now, even in my most alone times uh, within institutions um, or next to the road, just walking, 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 there was a little thing that kept me alive. I mean, we all have the choice to commit suicide. It's a very simple thing really to do. It's, it's everyone has that choice. Was it ever
0: on the cards for you? Did you ever contemplate that?
1: For long times. Is it? For long times. But I never went into action because it was always just I made the resolve in my head. Okay, yeah. But I didn't go into action. Now, whether that was uh, a practical thing, whether it was just a cowardly thing, or whether it was my spirit just keeping me mm-hmm. alive and saying, well, you just I don't know how yeah. it worked.
0: I always I was just too cowardly. I didn't want to live, but I could not see myself ever taking my own life. I was just too scared. Mm. Um, I think my biggest fear was it wasn't going to work.
1: I didn't want to live the life other people lived. You know, I ended up In the bush in a place no electricity like a fully self-sustaining place so I didn't want to live the life normal people lived and I managed to find this life where I was sort of happy I was fine with this I could have gone on with that for a long time but I had no one around me I had no one around me the
0: way I look at big part of my spirituality is connection So uh, you lacked that, what I would call, spiritual principle of connection. You were just kind of... Because a lot of people think, oh my God, how idyllic is this? Living Mm. in in the bush somewhere, nobody around you. Mm. But um, we stay human beings. The human being is a packed animal. We need that connection. Mm. So part of what drove you to say, kind of, let's change my life, was that lack of connection.
1: You know, I I was looking after four dogs there. I got so annoyed with those dogs. I didn't want to feed them in the mornings there was just dogs and animals I had to care for I had no point to living you know because I didn't love myself I didn't have any love to give to anyone and I was just living in a in a very bad space the happiest times were me just sitting on a hill completely alone but you know I just drifted away from from real happiness I kind of bluffed myself I was in denial and that connection thing with other humans now that I've, I'm starting to experience the opposite of that, wow, we, we are part of a collective consciousness. Mm. You know, if I step outside of that, it's, I'm just out in the cold by my own choice. Yeah. There's nothing, no evil or something, it's just I chose not to be within the collective everything. You know, it's society that, you know, I started paying tax <laughs> lately.
0: And this principle of taking responsibility—and how does that feel? <laughs> it feels
1: wonderful, you know. I'm part of uh, part of the whole t- team effort here. Yeah. Um, I, I drive on the roads that my tax affords. Um, you know, it's not perfect always, but it's there. Contributing member to society. Yes, um, and that—that that to me is valuable. It's—it's it's the meaning thing. It's the yeah. the being out of my out of my own self, you know, because yeah. I was a lonely place.
0: Define what spirituality is for you. Uh,
1: silence, um, hearing the wind. You know when I go surfing, um, I normally go surfing from from being in front of the computer and all of the noise and everything and that in my head and then I go surfing and I see the clouds come over like the Cape Peninsula. I'm very much a sky person, I love the sky. And I see how the wind and that, you know, it's just a part of a bigger weather system. And that to me is stability. It all just becomes bigger than me. And it's not just me in front of the computer. This is just bigger than me, you know, and if I can kind of tune out of how self-conscious I am and everything, I just realize, wow, I'm part of this. That to me is spirituality. So it's just basically becoming silent within myself and trying to just be part of everything that's around me being part of, I'm part of you right now, I'm in your energy, I'm in your house, and that, that's connectedness again.
0: So it's all about connectedness, so connected to bigger out there, you mentioned the sky, the wind, so nature sounds like part of what you would refer to as the spirit, picture that I have in my head is of you on a surfboard in the sea, Mm. and the picture that I've got is you just being really content. Mm. <laughs> for for me, that is that's my picture of Hans' Hansi's spirituality, mm. is, a, mm. and it's a beautiful picture. So even though you're in, in the picture in my head, you're alone. You're connected. You're connected to the serpent, which is connected to the water, which is connected mm. to, to the surface of the sea, which mm. is connected to, to the whole world. It's just connectedness, and that, that's a beautiful picture. You're in a relationship at the moment. Yes, <laughs> a real one. A real one. Yes, <laughs> with, with a, a, a lovely girl. I want to ask how did that happen, but <laughs> I'm afraid <laughs> it could be very personal. If you are you willing to share that part of the journey?
1: Oh yes, it was. It was. This this was uh, taking myself out of my comfort zone, and then every time I wanted to go back into old patterns. To Old
0: patterns being isolating, be on your own, being like listening to the wrong voice. So spirituality for you is very definitely connection. When you're isolating, isolated, you are not spiritual. Connecting is spiritual.
1: Yes, and to Go. connect, I have to make myself vulnerable, and and that was the difference. I had to become honest, and I've you know, I've realized honesty is it's a constant practice. I'm very dishonest in um, how I so instance my my partner bought me a shirt and i said, look at this shirt and I, said, I love this i love this shirt baby and you know when she brought it there and it's, and this morning i realized i don't really like this shirt. <laughs> it's ugly it's, so i told her i'm not sure about the shirt and what did she say she said you could have just said no you know make yourself vulnerable there and whatever her reaction is that's her reaction but in that moment i wasn't honest yeah and now the consequences I have to now tell her, but um, after so, the
0: money's been spent, yeah, you, you know it is <laughs>
1: what it is now. But so I learned through the spiritual life that it's okay to make myself vulnerable and to be honest, and um, the relationship kind of grew from there. There was more and more, uh, were more and more honest moments, and then it becomes stronger. Wait a second, I can trust this person, you know, this is new. And and through that, just one day at a time. Time passed, and it's been ten months. You know, we're living Whoa. together now. Ah. And and we're still conscious of of boundaries and um, start to challenge start challenging each other a bit more on certain topics like potatoes. I don't eat potatoes. She was like, why not? <laughs> I know, uh, the conversation. Faith like potatoes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: there's, a, there's a book like that, isn't yes. there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had a robust discussion on, on potatoes. And, and and it's good, you know, because I'm challenging myself. I get a little bit, I don't know if she's right here. You know, I should stand up for myself. <laughs> and it, and it, but but yeah, it's a process and I'm learning more. And cool. More about that. Do you see a concept of spirituality? She's accommodating in terms of that you know whenever ever I read spiritual literature she would grab it and, and have a definite look at it as well she's open to it and this is a kind of another like definition if you will of spirituality whereby even if a person doesn't to me look like they live an active spiritual life I can see they're spiritual I can see how certain people are just more connected than others even though they don't consciously practice it the way that I have to yeah because I was very disconnected. They have a spirituality about them and she has that.
0: Yeah. So that's something you can connect with, is her sense of spirituality. It might not be expressed in the same way as yours, but it's there and, mm. and with that you connect. Mm.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just just knowing what's wrong and right, knowing when I'm not standing up for myself, uh, her ability to make herself vulnerable, to stand up for herself. Um, I, I see that as spirituality.
0: It's amazing how vulnerability is such a method of connection. I always say that for any relationship to grow, at some stage, somebody needs to make themselves vulnerable to mm. take that relationship to the next step, mm. because you, you run the risk of being ridiculed, being rejected, being abandoned, maybe not abandoned, but definitely being rejected. But if you don't do that, the relationship is never going to grow.
1: Mm.
0: So vulnerability is definitely for me a, another part of, of my spirituality. Also, being honest or not—I mean, to acknowledge dishonesty is making yourself very, very vulnerable.
1: Oh yes.
0: And honesty, for me, has has, has become a significant part of, of charity. That's something I never had in my life. How do you marry?
1: Oh, okay. We're not there yet. We, we <laughs> say we're gonna. <laughs> right. Oh, come on, make yourself vulnerable. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Then maybe ten months is not ready yet. How do you incorporate spirituality in? your work, your professional life? Because a lot of times work does not equal spirituality. Mm. Earning a living, those type of things. How do you do it?
1: Yeah, that is a tough one. I think the answer for me there is that I look at myself. I look at my own part. And then that comes back to tolerance. But it also comes back to self-love. And it comes back to just being honest about what I need what you what my needs are so when it comes to a business thing where you know I'm a professional I uh, charge an hourly rate and of late up I sent out a quote and I realized it was pretty high by my standards but I sent a quote because that's what I'm worth so there's honesty in that and then if the quote is rejected to not take it personally just kind of to keep emotion out of it and to connect with my authentic self Ah within within a work environment, you know, not to be a chameleon where uh, I'm a copywriter here. This is me coming with my skills and everything. But it's essentially me coming to this job or me coming to this office. And I think authenticity is, is important. Within.
0: So what I'm hearing is also knowing yourself. You said loving yourself. I think in, in professional environment, I'll use the word appreciate yourself, appreciate your skill set what your worth is and bringing that worth to the table and saying "But this is my worth knowing what you're worth and don't want to use the word demanding that but striving towards getting out of life what you feel you're worth so that's how you
1: fit that in again there's boundaries i I would know within myself my own moral compass that there's going to be a boundary where i'm getting greedy now okay just and also from the other side i have choices if I find that someone might be dishonest, then I just don't do business with them. Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, it's not the way the world works. I mean, the world doesn't work that But In my little world, I can try, try and do business with the right people and according to ethics that I'm comfortable
0: with. Okay. What I'm hearing is integrity. You, you live in integrity with yourself. And yes. having that, you have the ability to live in integrity with the world around you. Yes. Are you happy?
1: Yes. I'm, I'm joyous. I'm not always happy. <laughs> <laughs> I like the difference. <laughs> yeah, it's a major difference. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed. Uh, I, get, I still get lonely. I get frustrated. Uh, I get hard on myself. And that's, yeah, that's not happy. But overall, I have, I have a joy and I can really mm. enjoy the, the beautiful moments um, and I can get through the bad moments. Um, and the reality is, I don't have a pers- perfect spiritual life. Um, but you know what? It just feeds on itself. The more good stuff I do, the more I help other people, the more the, the brighter this like burning thing inside me gets. Yeah. And the more I'm, I'm able to accept the dark patches, and able to know that I must do work on that, and it's going to hold me back. Um, but as long as I try to get my own flame, you know, get that, it's like, you know, the the hot air balloons when the guy pulls that lever, (laughs) you know, when I meditate, I get a, (laughs) (laughs) and then I keep on doing that. I just keep the consistency with that. And then it's easier to live with the dark.
0: So you mentioned you meditate. Do you perceive that to be a spiritual practice? And if so, do you have other spiritual things that you do that you would call a spiritual practice?
1: Yes, I would say that's a spiritual practice. Um, it's, I mean, it starts out with mindfulness and then it just starts out for me. There, there are many books and guides and everything for that, but then it kind of morphs into a spiritual thing when I become connected and when I open up and when I just talk slower. Like in the morning, I would go from talking pretty quick and to just talking slower. Work, working with others, even though I don't want to. <laughs> I find that to be a very spiritual thing. Um, treating my partner with kindness and, and, and love. Uh, that's that's very spiritual. You mm. know, th- thanking her for washing the dishes. That's spiritual to me. You know, telling her I love her. Okay. That's spiritual events in my day.
0: Won't doing the dishes be more spiritual? <laughs> 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 is, why, okay, is, a,
1: is there a limit? To this? <laughs> context. Is we do have turns. We okay. do have turns. It's uh, <laughs> it's not uh no it's we do turns just just you know, in for um, just saying thank you i heard is, is is one of the shortcuts to happiness um attitude of gratitude attitude of gratitude generally yeah and then also i go to AI and na meetings cool. and um i find those to be immensely spiritual events as well
0: um, and you mentioned you read spiritual literature mostly
1: recovery based and you know but i'm open to 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 other teachings How do you handle disappointments? Oh, badly. (laughs) (laughs) Because my expectations are so high. Okay. Um, I'm just thinking of a recent disappointment. Recently, I'm mostly disappointed in myself, I think, which is unnecessary. You know, I made a bad decision on purchasing something. But that's disappointment in myself. There are... You know, disappointment, I'm disappointed in my parents, that is a deep disappointment. I'm disappointed at times in clients if they don't accept creative work and it doesn't, I'm disappointed in... Or don't pay the
0: invoice. Or don't pay <laughs> in the invoice, deeply, deeply hurt, I'm The hurt. deepest disappointment. Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: how do I handle that? I talk with other people. Um, I try to get perspective on how much I'm obsessing about this. Okay. Um, and as soon as I talk about these things, it just I can see that it's not as big a deal as I'm making of it.
0: So you kind of reflect your reality, or you reflect yes. your perception, yes, um, to get a better picture of what reality is.
1: Yes, I, I try to commit to reality, is one of the sayings I cause have.
0: Because I create a reality in my head, which yes. isn't reality. Yes. If if I, if I can't get an honest reflection back, I will believe that, that false reality that I'm creating in my head.
1: Yes. Don't you think reality is, is, is the ultimate spirituality?
0: Reality used to be a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, Yes, today I, I commit to reality. Yeah. I need to be aware that a huge part of my life is creating a false reality in my head. Mm. Um, and and I, need to live, I need to live in consultation, I need to live in reflection mm. to get a true picture of what that reality is. Mm. Hansi, yeah. this was awesome. I can't think of anything more that we need to discuss. Is there anything you want to say about you, the spirit, how life is, how you feel spirituality is working
1: for you? I think I just, I wanted to mention, I'm very grateful that you asked me and um, I'm very impressed by what you're doing. You know, there's like broadcasting this on the internet and it's, (laughs) you know, I just hope anyone that hears this has got something.
0: Let's hope somebody hears (laughs) it. Let's hope somebody (laughs) hears it. Hello, hello. Tell your friends. (laughs) Hello.
1: No, it's, it's um, for myself, you know, I get so much out of this. Uh, today is a Saturday It was traditionally wasn't in my previous life a day I would spend doing things like this, <laughs> not remotely. But um, I'm setting myself up for a wonderful day because my thoughts, my thoughts were on spirituality. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. I fed the right wolf. For the last 40 minutes. That's that's the
0: perfect way to end it. I fed the right wolf. Mm. Fabulous. I like that. Thank you so much Hansi. Have a good day. Thanks. What I get from Hansi's journey is that, if and when we decide that the pain of staying the same is less scary than changing, then we can take the decision to make the necessary changes to our lives. Ansi seems to be able to be very kind to himself on his journey. He has quite a fluid concept of spirituality, ranging from silence via a flock of birds to connectedness. He does have a very acute sense of that spirituality though and has the ability to use this spirit concept to guide him to a better life. I wish him all of the best and thank him for sharing his path with us. Well guys, this is it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it and got something out of it. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za, or find me on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash freddy.org.za, or on Twitter at, at Rendsburg Freddy. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an IE at the end. Stay safe. Bye bye. <music>